0: welcome to another episode of modern life today we got a little video game podcast for you we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about something that came out recently which i think is healthy for us (laughs) (laughs) it's called it's man of maiden by supermassive games
1: oh i've been saying madan oh it's maiden maiden
0: madan am i crazy it's maiden right
2: i would think it would be Maiden.
0: i think it's maiden (laughs) Madan.
1: I looked it up. It's Hebrew. It means strive or judgment.
0: You think it's Madan?
1: I don't know anything anymore.
0: Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Should have probably looked this up. No. <laughs> Anyways, don't that's Tabby, to... who's gonna be joining me today. We also have Stacy here, who played. Well, you sort of played. You didn't have the controller, but you had. Uh, you made decisions, and then I pressed the buttons for you.
2: Yep. Don't like the <laughs> controller. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyways, that's what we're talking about. Supermassive Games, Men of Maiden, and then I do want to let you guys know we have a brand new website that we labored over for multiple hours. Um, we have all the podcasts categorized by if it's a video game or movie or TV show, etc. Um, beautiful new website. What's the link, Tubby? Modern Life Pod. It's just modernlifepodcast.com, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Easy modernlifepodcast.com and of course you can always find us on Twitter and Instagram at Modern modernlifepod so let's get going as always we're going to start with little modern thoughts what's on our mind today people
1: Okay, so I found an article called Millennials in Ghana Are Working Hard to Make Farming Sexy.
0: Whoa. It's
1: on the uh, independent.co.uk website. Okay. And it's about these millennial farmers that are calling themselves agripreneurs because Hmm. in Ghana and other countries, there's still the stigma of if you're a farmer, you're poor, and you're basically just farming to feed yourself. It's not like a big business like if you think of farming in the U.S., for example, and you have these like massive crop yields, mm-hmm. and what's exciting about that is that these millennial farmers have a college education, and they're expected to work in offices because that's you know good thing to do for your family, and especially if you have an education, have invested so much money in it, but then they're using that knowledge to apply it to farming and revolutionize farming. Because they're dealing with a lot of things like undeveloped distribution networks Mm -hmm. and poor roads. And they're using technology and apps and new machinery and everything they learned in school to apply that to farming. Because Ghana actually imports a lot of food, even though they have a lot of land available to farm. Mm -hmm. So the government also just started um, new incentive programs for people to start farming. Because uh, Ghana's farming population is aging as well. Mm-hmm. And so they wanna get new kids into it, and yeah, there's all kinds of the article was going through all kinds of cool things like new breeding techniques and different kinds of students from different backgrounds um There was one kid who was a psychology major, and she is not using any pesticides in her farming because she doesn't do uh, mono-cropping, so she doesn't just do one crop at a time, Got which it. really depletes your soil. Sure. And she will... No diversity. I- exactly. Yeah. Diversify um, her crop yields. And I just needed some good and happy news, and I thought this was really interesting that these young kids in Ghana are out there and assessing climate change and what that does to crops and how to adapt and how to kind of get back down to earth. So...
0: It's so weird to hear about that because I still you still think of Ghana like as this you, you just forget that technology has like spread into Africa like it hadn't 20 years ago. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I think I mean it's just like here in major cities in most countries, but I think you're what the article is saying you're missing a lot of networks like coverage, internet coverage, and things like that that will help. And establishing that will help these farmers to set everything up. Right. So, no, it's, but, just,
0: it's good to hear that there's stuff happening.
1: But we're facing that um, in the US as well. Also, I was just reading something similar about the Midwest and how they're trying to expand internet coverage because there's vast, right. you know, places where it's, it's hard to get coverage and how that disrupts your communication with other farmers and so on. So, yeah.
0: And I was just reading the other day about how just with the help of technology spreading into all these third world countries, just because it's so much cheaper and more readily available, like how extreme poverty in the last, not so extreme poverty being just obviously the worst of the worst, how that in the last 20 years has been like cut in half. Obviously there's still, so then you move like into just regular poverty, but just how extreme poverty, if you look at the statistics, it's getting it's just getting wiped out as all these third world countries are finally starting to catch up to the first world countries. And I, I think it was, I think it might, they might've mentioned Ghana in the article, how Ghana now it was Ghana or some other African country where they're basically the same as like great Britain was in the 1960s. And obviously it's not going to take them another 50 years to then catch up to us. It's just exponentially they're mm-hmm. like catching up to the first world countries.
1: Mm-hmm. And and also, what a credit to those countries and former colonies who have been uh, abused and exploited by us, and right. for them to do basically do this on their own too. And uh, yeah, just important to acknowledge responsibility for places like Britain doing that too. There's hope.
2: Yeah.
0: Stacy, got anything?
2: Uh, my modern thought has to do with uh, an article I read on CNN where it talks about which it says which drink is best for hydration and Mm. it talks about how water isn't it
0: gatorade (laughs) yeah
2: well uh, i started the article with like immediately being frustrated and actually passed by it twice and then (sighs) went back and read it because i was like okay i want to see what because i get really frustrated with um articles that try and encourage like the drinking of sodas or like gatorades and things like that because they've got so much sugar and sugar is really, really, really bad for your system. Um, it's probably one of the most, it's one of the most addictive substances in our diet. So I get super frustrated when these articles come up, because a lot of them are funded by companies that are basically getting their funding from the sugar companies and from the cereal companies and from these companies that are like, want people to read these articles. And this one talks about how great milk is to drink, which again, super frustrating. Cause again, milk isn't, is, is not something your body, processes very well. um, And because of all the hormones that are put into it are like really hard on your body to digest it. Yes, I believe that there's a point in drinking, like having some kind of dairy in your body, but that's based on an individual purpose, basically. Anyway, the point is, is that I just get really frustrated with these articles because they just one minute tell you one thing and then the next minute tell you something completely different. And I wish that the mainstream would do more research on their articles before they just pump out anything that's just based on a study because these studies, you have to look at the source of where you're getting the study from or like where the funding is coming from and I feel like it's really, it, it, it's such, I don't know, it just get, it's, it makes me so angry because it's one of the reasons why people get so frustrated with nutrition and health and everything because there's just so many conflicting ideas out there and a lot of it has to do with the media just trying to pump out so many articles one Mm. after another after another after another that they don't really do the research on where the article of like where the studies come from what they're funded with and it's just it confuses people and I just again pointed this article was that water isn't as hydrating which is bullshit because water is like one of the number one things you need for your body. And they talk about how like certain proteins will like make it so you don't urinate and it'll keep you body hydrated for longer. And then yes, that's true to an extent, but your body's supposed to get rid of those toxins, which is why your body needs water to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And they need that constant lubrication because it needs it to go like throughout your body for joints and things like that. And so when you read an article like this, it, it almost sounds like, hey, drink five glasses of milk a day. And it's like well, no, you really shouldn't drink five glasses of milk a day. You need to continue to drink the water, and it just—I it, don't know—it gets me frustrated. Did it so. say
0: where the data was from?
2: Uh yeah. What's it called? The one that I always complain about.
0: The FDA.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Interesting.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, it makes sense. Milk dairy producers yeah. are getting all the subsidies.
2: Well, yeah, that and the fact that they—you know—they it, it, get their money from these companies that drink they want your them. body
0: weight and milk ounces yeah. every day.
2: It's just really frustrating. <laughs> that these articles even get published but yeah so that's my modern thought
1: also it's so eurocentric yeah there's so many other cultures who don't have a history of consuming dairy or dairy farming who can't like shouldn't be drinking that much milk which i'm sure the article doesn't address in any way right it just tells you to drink milk
2: well yeah i mean it, it it goes through it was actually done better than than some because did the article
0: say you should only drink milk
2: no it, it just talks about each thing and it just says that like it talks about each product and it highlights milk as a positive to drink versus like coffee where it kind of negates it and like does
0: it say how much you should be drinking in a day
2: no that's my point it mm, just negates it's it and then it like even talks about alcohol and it's like well, alcohol is not as good to drink as beer but beer is okay like it just it, it does I don't know the article is just very weirdly written but
0: I've heard the opposite on that. I heard the reason you start peeing so much when you drink beer is beer, if you're looking at a scale of alcohols, you have vodka, right, which is just distilled to complete purity. Yeah. It's 100% alcohol, and then you water it down, and that's vodka. Like there's nothing else in there, but then beer is so, it's very just unfiltered and kind of raw because it's just this fermented, yeasty... They're thing. Saying that and be- so your body start that's why you start peeing so much because your body's just trying to like get all this stuff out of your system
2: yeah their their point for the the whole art of, for the beer versus alcohol thing is that um alcohol acts as a diuretic so it causes you to pee to urinate more um and beer there's more to it so there's like hmm. it's it's interesting it can work okay. both ways they're both a diuretic i mean they're both going to make you pee um it's the alcohol aspect of the drink that works as a diary. right? so that was my modern. Well, personally
0: i pee more when i drink beer i just want everyone out there to know that <laughs>
2: thank, thank you too. for sharing <laughs> it might be the fact that the beers are drinking in a bigger consumption
0: maybe it's also yeah more liquid yeah um my thought is also a public service announcement as you are both aware i took the dishwasher apart the other morning
2: What? i oh. wasn't aware of that oh, you, oh weren't. you weren't it like broke on us
0: so i i showed i showed you the picture. Remember the thing I cleaned in the sink? I was like, "This one." No, oh, I... you know? No, what? I did. I showed it to you. I think it's because you just had woken up. Anyways, I just it just wasn't making weird noise, so I took like the, the whole thing apart as far as you can, basically, without getting into the motor. And there's this filter before you get that the water passes through, you know, to catch everything before it then goes into the little motor that switches the water around so it doesn't break anything. And it was maybe the most disgusting thing I've ever cleaned. This dishwasher is what, like five years old? There's two kids in this house. Maybe like eight years old. Eight years, probably never been cleaned. There was like metal, like from, from paint brushes that kids use, like somehow the metal came off of that was stuck in there. Just hair and gunk. And I'm like, well, yeah, no. And then I figured I'd clean that whole thing out and now it's working again. But as I'm taking the dishwasher apart, Like all these parts that I'm pulling off to get into the engine, there's just so much mold on everything, which makes sense because it's just water and, you know, like not everything's going to be able to dry in these little crevices, but your dishwasher is disgusting and you should probably clean it. And that's my public service modern thought announcement this week.
2: I wonder if cleaning it like once a week, like with with putting some like vinegar in it would help clean it. On a regular basis. I mean I know they but have there's like... still
0: gonna be mold because there's there's areas where it's just not gonna dry properly and then mold's gonna grow. Just one of the most disgusting things I've ever cleaned.
1: Thanks for doing that. I oh my that.
0: god. But it just makes you like, oh my god, like this whole time, probably every dishwasher I've ever used in my life, like you think it's clean, but it's just like moldy water getting splashed around. It. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs>
2: and you're ingesting that every time you eat or drink off the cups.
0: It's mm, good for your immune system.
2: Not really. <laughs>
0: um, all right, let's talk about a little video game action. Man of Maiden came out. I think it was August it came mm-hmm. out. And I the only reason I found out about it I was just looking through the PlayStation store looking for new games and I'm like I think we just we looked at Tubby and I both looked at the trailer. I'm like, "Oh, this looks really similar to until dawn and then two seconds later it was from the creators of until dawn i'm like oh okay because they have a super massive games has a pretty specific look to it T- tabby and i both really like that game i think you like that game yeah i have you? a
1: cosplay for it oh that's
0: right <laughs> um yeah so we like we downloaded it immediately started playing it and it's not that big of a game we're like let's do a podcast not on it i don't know you want to summarize the game before we get into it
1: Yes, so there's a bunch of...
0: it's going to be spoiler alert People in their early
1: 20s, they're on a boat, they want to go treasure diving uh, illegally, but then they get captured by pirates, God knows why, and then <laughs> they end up on this uh, abandoned ship from World War II. Yeah. And you have to kind
2: of get out of there. Yeah. Get back home. Gotta but I mean, the it starts with... It starts with the story behind the pirate ship, too, though, a little bit, no?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Pirates, I don't know that we know
0: that much. No, about no,
1: no, no. Not the, the pirates. I the mean the ghost II ship. Ships.
2: Sorry.
0: Yeah. Well, the pirates just think there's gold on the ship. That's why. I don't
1: well, know. The, they, they found that clue on the ship that I'm on, so I don't know why they... Were they just annoyed at Conrad? No, they, I think they were
2: just mad at the brother no. for being such a...
0: Yeah, he's like, screw that guy. And then they found some note that said, like, gold on it. And they're like, oh, treasure. <laughs>
1: They're french though <laughs> treasure <laughs> uh, oui, oui.
0: <laughs> um god where to start with this game i want to like this game and i do like this game I mean, we both played it a couple times through but it's so incredibly flawed that I, don't know, I just i feel like there's like there's a better game in there and it's just unfortunately not there it's the game's really buggy i think the just the writing for the characters is really bizarre at times and i don't know those two things together kind of stop it from being like another until dawn
1: because it's interesting because in until dawn you have a multiple different settings Mm -hmm. you have the hospital you have the mines you have the outside you have
0: that's a big game the
1: forest whatever this this you're just on the ocean and on a ship and i actually as an insular setting i think that can work really well Mm -hmm. until dawn nothing makes sense in that game either but yeah it doesn't need to the thing is with that game i cared about the characters and i think this game is missing a lot of character writing like i cared about oh are these two characters gonna get together Mm -hmm. or you know
0: yeah there's really none of that and i looked it up it's the same it's a different director for the game but the two main writers are the same as from until dawn so i'm just but I don't know. Do they write out the dialogue? Do they maybe just write the story out, and then a lot of the dialogue is like ad libbed? I don't know because the it was such a stark contrast from Until Dawn to where. So, so the whole game, if you're not, if you're not kind of familiar with them, is you just you have to make these series of choices, and I guess ultimately you're trying to make all the characters survive the game. But any of the characters can die at any time if you know you don't press the right button or you make a bad choice, something like that. So there's a million different versions and endings of the game, which what it's what makes them kind of very replayable. Because you're just you're trying to okay, what, what happens if I make this decision? Or what what happens if I do this? So that's what keeps it interesting. But for example, so there's there's two two brothers are part of the characters, and like if one of them dies, the other brother doesn't seem there's just no reaction at all.
2: There's no reaction to anything in the game. There's no reaction to if they see a dead body. There's no emotional reaction to if they see... Like, if they get caught. Like, if someone dies. Like, it's just... There's there's not an emotional tie-in with the characters. And coming from somebody who's, like, mostly just watching the game, not <laughs> even really playing, it was hard. Like, I could walk away at any moment and not be upset. Right. Which, the other game that you guys... That I've played, like, watched you guys play was the... The
0: medieval one? The
2: medieval one, and that, I I was entranced in that game. <laughs> we like French people. Yes. <laughs> I was, like, entranced in that game. Like, I didn't want to walk away. I watched that game yeah, for, like, five hours at a time. You know? Yeah. This one, on the other hand, it was like I watched, but I, like, I, I didn't, like, I would get up. I had no problem, like, walking away and not seeing what happened.
1: That's one of my first notes, is when you get the backstory and the tutorial for the game is basically these two soldiers during World War II. You're going back onto the ship and Mm. you wake up and you find out that everybody's dead and my first note is soldiers have zero emotional response to corpses of friends and i think you get one line of this i didn't like the acting very much of this guy he just goes oh buckley poor fucker Um, that's that's your reaction you're like waking up in your base and everybody around you is dead and 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 i think that's why i was never scared in this game either because until dawn i was constantly terrified but if my characters aren't showing that they're scared why why should i be scared
0: that's my exact point i was gonna say that exact same thing it's like how am i gonna be scared if the characters aren't scared like that makes no sense and yeah the the first corpse you see is this this world war ii guy army guy he's he wakes up on the shift ship after being in the hospital section of the ship because he got knocked out by one of the lieutenants or something and, like, the doctor is just in the closet, just a dead corpse. And there's just no reaction at all. He's so, like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, just walking around the ship. And then the other thing that really stood out to me, there's, if you find it, I think it's with with the bigger brother. There's one section I remember you walk in and it's just really creepy shot. And it was this guy that was, he was in the middle of being, like, worked on like some surgery mm-hmm. and he has this mask on it's just like this really creepy kind of shot and then as you walk around to the w- room more the doctor that was doing the surgery he's just in the corner of the room it's just his like corpse skeleton and it's just super creepy looking oh my god this is like this is a scary looking room and then all all the character in the game says he goes Oh man, you can't unsee that. And like just keeps walking. (laughs) I'm like, this is
1: terrifying. Not
0: good. But I don't know if the actors, I don't even blame it on the actors because they're just getting fed these shitty lines to say. It's these characters with like no depth and you don't care about them and it's just these complete archetypes. Yeah, there's just no depth to the characters. Just these stereotypes, like these horror movie stereotypes. I also feel like
2: there was like no tie ins too. Like you had that original story and then. There was like nothing to like bring you back to those characters or to right. just, it was like just this is the story and then there's like nothing. It's like there's no like, there was at one point, one of the scenes, there's like this woman, like this woman dressed up, but it looks like a man and I'm not like really sure if it was a man. Did you guys, you you saw this with me. A the, woman the, dressed up as a man. It was like a nurse and she was chasing Conrad, I think.
0: Oh, just the the sexy girl. Yeah, that was. Then, but she like she's not dressed like, up as a man. Well, she
2: I wasn't sure because when she got older, she had like chin hair. You ever seen old ladies with little chin hair? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I didn't understand
1: where that came from, or like I have a note about that too because you have these, and there's these illusions, right? You're hallucinating on the ship because oh, the
0: no, you just spoiled it for everybody because
1: <laughs> the, the gold is this bioweapon and with some people,
0: it's not real gold.
1: <laughs> with some people, they were maybe hallucinating about something from earlier. But yeah, the thing with Conrad in the like '40s pinup girl—why wouldn't he be thinking about her? If there was maybe like a picture in his bunk earlier in the game, and you were like, "Oh, that's what that's or that's there's why a, he's seeing There's that.
0: a picture in the game, but you see it with a different character. You don't even see it with Conrad. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like go, just, I don't know where that comes from. I
2: just feel like if they maybe tied in some of the like allusions to mm-hmm. like the characters or even to the backstory so there was like something okay, but it just was it felt very all over the place and like not connected mm-hmm. even well, with the decisions yeah. that you make like even when you make a decision it was like i didn't feel like it really impacted the game all the way
0: well and again it's weird because it's the same writers from the other game that we really like but they're just it, it seems like a guy in his 50s was like this is how people in their 20s talk yeah <laughs> It was like, chill, bro. Like, yeah. Like. And I don't even I don't even care that all these characters are stereotypes, because in Until Dawn, they're all stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of I get that for certain genres of horror, like that's just that's also kind of the fun of it. If it's like this slasher horror, these people are stereotypes, the dialogue's not that great. It's just kind of it's kind of part of the fun. So I don't mind that at all. But in Until Dawn Like, I cared about the characters because there's all these storylines intertwined and your choices really matter. And I had none of that in this game where I didn't feel like, like in Until Dawn, you make a choice and then you can look up, okay, how is this person's relationship with this other person going? You remember that? You can do that
1: in this one. You can, but but it
0: doesn't seem to matter at all. Like, the choices you make don't because i just remember not until dawn if you said one thing to one person then later on it would be like oh you said this thing to me so i'm not gonna do this thing you asked for like there was always this conflict with the characters and i never i mean we i played this game like twice i saw you play it through and there was never anything like that where it's like well you disrespected me earlier so i'm not gonna listen to you and then that character goes off and does his own thing and I, yeah, it just didn't seem to matter the choices. Just at that the much. end,
1: the, the characters you end up with and the people who jump down in the hole is dependent on what you tell them. Like if you tell okay. your brother go. Or, I I was looking online. And people had all different sorts of combination of characters, which I which I didn't Interesting. get. Interesting. But what Stacy was saying earlier, the larger framework is this World War Two story. But even the clues you're picking up, I didn't even want to pick them up anymore because it was just like. Pieces of paper and briefs that were the same and were telling yeah. you the same thing one after the other. There was nothing new to be learned. And then Stacy pointed out that everything takes place at the same time. Just years later, mm-hmm. it's like what June eighteenth, yeah, 19th, it like, 20th It was
0: like June twenty-first or something. Yeah, uh, it was June twenty-first. Anyways, yeah. And then
1: I thought that would be like a big reveal, right. and nothing happened with that.
2: So yeah, I don't it even. Seems know. like that was an
0: idea when they were making the game, and then nothing. It's like there I was feel no like follow
2: they, like, up cut the game down or something (laughs) like i feel like there's parts missing because there's so many little like clues that i i wanted to be important i wanted it to matter but it just it never felt like it did
0: i don't know if they just because halloween is coming up and it's a scary game so i don't know if they just rushed it out there or if they just ran out of money video games can get really expensive but the game all that aside the game is so buggy and there's constantly in the middle of cutscenes, it'll just all of a sudden stop and there'll be a black load screen and then the cutscene will continue and then you get another load screen. It's super choppy. It's I not didn't fluid. Mind it. it could oh man, worse. it that No, because that's also another reason it doesn't make it scary because it takes you out mm. it just takes you out of that scene. I don't remember that happening with Until Dawn that much where mm. okay, if here's here's a cutscene, like here's the thing that's gonna unfold. It doesn't constantly take you out of the game right. with these weird. I mean you load were afraid
1: screens. of deer in Until Dawn. <laughs> yeah. You were like, The deer are gonna <laughs> get me. I'm like, no, the deer are not gonna catch <laughs> me.
0: demon deers (laughs) and then yeah that was buggy the constant load screens and then there was one I got this one weird ending that you got on like your second playthrough yeah
1: my third I think
0: it's towards the end of the game and the main pirate Frenchman he opens uh, where, where all this poisonous you know what's it Manchurian gold is there's this door where that is behind where that is being stored and there's this constant leak coming out and he opens that door and all this water rushes out where first of all, okay, like where I I don't understand what is that room where it's just a bunch of water. But regardless of that, when that happens, the what's her name, Conrad's sister like flies out of there. Like she's in this water tank, but five minutes earlier I was doing something with her where she's with another character But when she flies out of that water tank, the other character isn't even there. And I'm like, well, how did, just didn't, wasn't coherent at all with the choices I had made. And I'm like, how did she end up there? It's never explained. Yeah, it's like there was
1: another scene that never made it into there. And then also that quick time event really frustrated me because I got smashed by the door. And then you told me that you have to push the button. Which had... What? It was this... The icon was wrong. Mm -hmm. The icon was the one for where you just hit the button once and then you said, oh, no, you have to push it repeatedly. Which wasn't... There was no way to know that at all.
0: Well, that's what's frustrating sometimes is, is that a character will die not because of your choices, but because you... I mean, you're supposed to... Like in, in that scene you're talking about, you have to press X like ten times in two seconds and it comes out of nowhere. And if you don't do it, your character dies, and it just seems just diminishes the whole part of making choices if then at the end of the day all you're dependent on is like your reflexes.
2: I feel like that's how all of the characters died, no? That's like, how it it was was a lot of them of yeah. it died. Like yeah. that's what I mean by the that's kind of what I was talking about when I said that none of the decisions that you made, I felt like it really impacted the characters, because that's not how any of them die. They all died from, like, not pushing the button fast enough.
0: They go through all this length to make these different, like, you can play by yourself, but then they have a setting called, like, movie night, which just seems like, hey, let's get the whole family together and play this game and make these choices, like, it's, and we, we kind of, we did most of the game like that for one run through, and I feel like that's really fun to kind of do it all together, but if you have a game mode like that like not everyone in the family like you Stacy like you're not even comfortable with a controller yeah so then to put stuff in there where you need these super quick reflexes and hit these buttons it seems diminishing to
1: well just turn it off you can turn it off
0: yeah but i don't know it still just seems diminishing to what you're trying to do where it's just hey let's all let's turn all the lights off, let's all play this video game together, make these choices, it'll be really fun, but then all it comes down to in the end is, oh, you have to hit X really fast, oh, shit, well, the I, character died. I don't know died. that,
1: uh, until Dawn had that, and it didn't bother me. I, I think what
0: it bothered did, me... It did, but not every character died because of it. Right,
1: And that's I also true. just,
0: I'm just not a big fan of that mechanic in general. Like, you're, you're in the middle of a cutscene, and you're really... You're just into it, okay, what's happening? And out of nowhere this thing pops up where you don't just have to press the button once. It's like, oh, oh wait, oh snap. I have to like hit it so fast. No, multiple but with times. that
1: one specifically, the the icon that was made on the screen was was not right and was not clear. And that's what's that's well, the part that was upsetting me.
0: Well, and there's parts where you just have to, like you just have to hit X once and then there's parts where you have to hit X repeatedly, and the I get that the icons and the sound that pops up when they pop up are different but they look so similar I didn't
1: see a difference
0: I'm saying it it happened to me multiple times in the game where I'm like I thought I just had to press the button once but you had to press it multiple times and it's just not there's not a big distinction between the two no it's not which seems like a big flaw
1: how did you feel about the heartbeats because in Until Dawn you just Mm -hmm. had to hold the controller steady and I remember not even breathing and then on my replays I would just set the controller on the ground because I was like oh you can't you're right. just sitting there. You're not breathing. And <laughs> like some of the scenes are so long. The heartbeat I found interesting.
0: I like that mechanic a lot.
1: But then I failed it a lot.
0: Oh, really? And then
1: also I'm not watching anything that you've spent so much time putting mm-hmm. on the screen. I'm just watching the bottom bar and trying to hit my next thing.
0: There's a couple times where you... So it's this heartbeat mechanic, which, which is really the only new mechanic that they put in the game. Um, Compared to the last few games they put out where you see like these heartbeats pop up on the screen and you have to hit X on the exact same time that the heartbeats come up and you're like you're like trying to keep all silent or height from a character and I like that because it adds a new twist to the game, but I see what, like, I know what you're saying because I think there was one time where you have to do it and there's even, like, subtitles going, yeah, the, I think. the I'm guy's,
1: like, like, screaming in French, and I'm yeah. like, I can't do fast screaming slangy French. Like, yeah, I can do, like, bizarre. classroom French, but I'm not going to read these subtitles like, right if, if you're gonna If you're
0: going to do that, then, then don't do it where there's subtitles or where there's... Like, and it happens in the beginning when you're in the flashback of like actually in World War Two, and the the main captain goes all crazy and he's there with the gun and it's like I want to see his facial expressions and all this stuff you animated but I can't because I'm just pressing the heartbeat button The where it works is in, there's one section of the storyline, if you get it, where you're hiding in the bathroom from one of the pirates. And it works there because there's nothing really to look at. You mm-hmm. just know that there's a guy in the bathroom. Like, it works perfectly in a situation like that, but not when there's a bunch of other stuff going on.
1: Another thing I actually really liked was the Oh, Death song. And there's two different versions mm-hmm. of it in this game. And it was the... I think there were two different versions in Until Dawn, too. And it's... Um, a cool little brand thing to put in there to kind of have yeah. the same song in in both games, and I like both of the versions that they did for this too. I thought they were really well done.
0: Right, and I'm I'm guessing so they're. This is the first game of what they're calling the Dark, the Dark Pictures Anthology, or just a Dark Anthology.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so there's another game coming out in 2020 that's going to be the second part of that. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and guess they're going to use the same narrator that's in the game. Probably the same song. Like, they're kind of mm-hmm. building this whole brand around it, which is cool. Like, right. I, I like these types of games. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing else really like it. Where it's just this interactive thing. And it's like, it's something you can really play with everybody. And there's so many different... I mean, you could play it 10 times and get a different ending if you really try it.
1: And we got the trailer for the next game, too, in, the, in this game. Yeah,
0: it's going to be like some Witch in the Woods type thing which looks really fun.
1: But yeah, I hadn't really considered that, but maybe there is something in here. And I read a lot of the different choices Mm -hmm. online. I think one of the choices you make is if you don't stop your girlfriend, she dies at the end from um, pressure or sickness.
0: That makes sense.
1: Uh, And if you have her drink the beer. Right. But, But there's not really any... Like I'm thinking back to on my first playthrough of Until Dawn, I think Chris died because... Ashley didn't open the door for me or something mm-hmm. like that because of something you did earlier then she wouldn't open the door when mm-hmm. something was coming after you and you die. Right. You know, there, I can't think of anything like that
2: in this game. That's what I'm talking about yeah. when I said, like there's no, the decisions you make, I never feel like it impacts the players at all. Like I, it, like in terms of like mm-hmm. death, I feel like literally every time I saw someone die it was because you guys didn't push the button mm-hmm. correctly. Well, and, until dawn, they called it, like that.
0: They call it the butterfly effect when there was a big when yeah. there was a big choice you made. And they call it something different in this game. There's
1: like the compass, but I'm like, what does yeah. it matter? Like, what? It
0: doesn't seem to matter as much. And yeah, I mean, it just would have been nice. Or like in the very beginning of the game where you're the, the army people on the ship, like if one of those choices even mattered then later on with the teenagers like that would have been cool yeah. but that doesn't nothing you do there matters at yeah, all it just sets up the story them? that's
2: like that's the other thing like yeah. why why was that even like a play and not just like a watch i f- I, I don't know i feel yeah. like they put you into those characters but there was like no that had no mm-hmm. impact on that's what would be cool all. if
0: something you do there then mattered later on yeah. like i don't yeah just a little disappointing that it doesn't tie in more like that
2: I think the only thing that did tie in is like if you chose your son or not, then you got like a. Yeah,
0: just a different way that you died in yeah. the beginning. That was about it. And speaking of the beginning, I want to talk about the subtitles in this game. Oh my which God. Are, like just, I don't know who approved this. The <sighs> subtitles are so tiny. And then also every time it's in a different language, it'll say in like parentheses in Chinese and then translates it. But it does it. for every single line where it's like once you set up it's in chinese you don't have to keep telling me it's in chinese just Uh,
1: yeah but (laughs) you have to remember those subtitles are for people who maybe can't hear so sure so they don't have a separate subtitles for hearing impaired or or regular subtitles yeah but then what's the point of having subtitles if no one can read them i've never seen a font this small
0: yeah it's really ridiculous
1: i had to like put my chair (laughs) all the way up to the tv to read any of it
0: it just seems really silly that would be a really And we have easy a big TV to too. Yeah. yeah. We do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Also, another thing that Stacy pointed out right away, which I had a whole rant about in Until oh. Dawn is that the <laughs> people who wrote this don't know what being cold is.
2: Like the first oh, scene, yeah. and, like one of the first scenes I watched, because the first time I came in, I was like I I watching Sam play like halfway through, is this girl and she's like in freezing cold ocean water in bike shorts and a stomach showing shirt. I'm like, that's not what you... Yes. No, I mean they're, that's not what you. They're they're
0: wetsuit shorts, but they're like booty shorts, basically. I
2: don't care that they're wet shoes. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> like <the> whole... <laughs> that's what you. That's not a wets. That's what you go surfing in in like Hawaii, where the water's warm. And like,
0: the, well, the the thing is, they're not even by the coast. They're like really far out, and yeah. it would just definitely yeah. be cold.
2: But they
1: ran around like that until dawn, which takes place in the snow. <laughs> there were people with like midriffs, and yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean, it
2: makes it really hard to believe in the story. Where like it, you talk about like yeah. reacting, and you talk about. You know, there's no reaction to the environment and that's part of it. Like if you're in the water and they're not saying they're cold or like they're out of the water and it's like the wind is blowing like and they're not reacting to it. Those those things make you believe or not believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a buy in factor.
1: And because I have to bring this up on every podcast, I'm going to compare it to Uncharted and Uncharted for after you get you're like in the ocean, then you Mm -hmm. wash up on the shore. That's what it's called. And Nathan Drake's just like shivering and walking so slowly and everything's like, he's looking for supplies and you you can feel it. You can feel Mm -hmm. that kind of desperation. And another note I have about the environment in this game is it all takes place on the ocean, but I'm not getting the feeling that it's an ocean. It felt like a lake because once you surface Mm -hmm. up, you can still see the dollar bills that Conrad... (laughs) through there they wouldn't just be floating around your boat they would be gone and then you have a whole conversation with two people in the water and then two people on the boat and there it's just still water and this is the open ocean and i have i have an acquaintance who does go out on the open ocean Mm -hmm. and do fishing and he won't even let anybody jump overboard he's like you think you're right next to the ship two seconds later you're all the way out there and i'm trying to get to you crazy
0: currents going yeah
1: it's it's just like and it didn't feel like the ocean. Which yeah, is also, point. now that
0: you say that, like, you're on this big boat, but you're never getting... Like, the boat would kind of constantly be moving a little bit, which you'd never get either.
1: Oh, I wouldn't want that. I, w- I would get I know, but say. there's really, there's
0: really kind of no feel that you're, like, on this vessel. Which, talking about the camera movement, I have a love-hate relationship with in this game because I think sometimes it's really cool. Like, there's parts where... I'm walking down the stairs and the camera, you know, your point of view is like from within the staircase. And it's kind of like it's like there's something watching you and it's kind of creeping. It's just like this hidden where they put the camera placement. Like it, that sometimes sets the mood and it's really cool. And then other times because it's not, you know, the camera doesn't really follow you. It's just here's where the camera is in this room. And it's just kind of this overview And then sometimes it's so frustrating, like in the ballroom where I couldn't, I just, I just kept getting stuck with tables just because you can't, like, you can't see what's where the character is walking and sometimes it works and sometimes it just doesn't.
1: I was mostly frustrated trying to walk into doors and not seeing where I was going and walking so slowly too. No matter what the mood was, I was always walking slowly.
0: But the yeah, so the cameras it's it gets really weird at times. Um, well,
1: and I think that's supposed to make you feel trapped on the ship. Yeah. In these tiny corridors, it just didn't work for me because yeah. I'm trying to walk through a door, pick up an item, and I kept hitting X and nothing's yeah. happening because I'm like one centimeter too far over or something right. like that.
0: The other thing that always frustrates me with these games is if you you never know. Okay, if there's two doors, you never know. Okay, which door moves the f- story forward? And which door can I explore more stuff? And if you walk through the wrong door, then you missed out on this like whole other part of finding stuff, and you can't really go back because the game auto saves. And I know that always frustrates me.
1: I guess you'll just have to replay it.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then the grad, the graphics for the most part are really good, but there's definitely weird. I don't know, with the motion capture, like when people are smiling, it...
1: It's terrifying.
0: It looks really yeah. strange for whatever reason. Um, and that's another thing. The, it's all in the facial features. If someone's scared, then that's going to make me scared. But they they nailed everything but the face, it seems like. The facial features aren't always there. And the characters aren't really reacting properly. And it just kind of ruins, ruins the mood. And the only times I'm really scared, there's just a couple cheap jump scares. Where I'm like... Ah which is really mm-hmm. loud music for a second and like something running mm. across the screen. But otherwise it's not really that scary at all, I thought.
1: I also wasn't into the main pirate having a physical deformation because he's already evil and then it's just this trope in horror that's <laughs> like, "Oh, if you have some kind of mental illness or you're physically disabled or something, you're you're bad." And I just
0: there was I just, no I just need got, for Yeah, whatever. I mean, he's like this main pirate who's probably been a pirate his whole life, and he's seen some shit, man, and he's been in some fights, so he's just this rough-looking guy. It, it's just,
1: know. it's just a trope in horror movies that I, I just don't yeah. like. And also, what I th- thought was weird, there was a, Ch- was he supposed to be Chinese? One of the pirates is Asian. Yeah, and he has, a, he has an accent. Yeah, but then when he's speaking in French, he just speaks like a normal French person. Wouldn't he have, like, a Chinese accent if, when he was speaking in French? Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was that strange. strange. Uh, maybe different people voiced the different...
0: The other... Yeah, maybe. That's true. That or he's, like, actually a French guy that was just doing... He's, like, an Asian-French guy that wasn't just doing an Asian accent? I don't know. <laughs> the other thing that's never explained is this ship... This ghost ship has been sitting there in the ocean water for, what, like 70 years?
1: Yeah, anchored down.
0: Somehow, the lights on the ship, like, there's still power. Did you notice this? Yeah. Yeah. It's never explained. No one's weirded out by this. Like, how would... Where is the power coming from? And also,
1: how strong is this bioweapon that it's still (laughs) in the entire ship, not even just in this one room where it's stored. It's, like, affecting everybody on the ship constantly.
0: Like, the power still works in parts of the ship, and then you go and turn the generator on at at one part of the game. I'm like, well, the generator would be running on some sort of fuel, and, like, that fuel would not be good 70 years. Like, fuel has an expiration date. Like, it would not be working 70 years later. I thought it was a little strange.
1: Also, in my first place where I got everybody killed at the end. (laughs) <laughs> because the military came down in a helicopter and I told oh, them,
0: yeah. I told
1: them the name of the ship, and then they're like, "This is a state secret. We have to kill everybody on it," <laughs> and they, and they so gunned me down. And again, this boat has been anchored down in the same spot forever, and like the military's only just found it.
0: Well, it doesn't make sense because in the other ending, when you escape, and then the military comes after you escape. They seem to have no idea what the ship is. In that ending, they're like, What is this place? They're That's like,
1: because I didn't tell them the name. I didn't find out the name in that playthrough.
0: Right, but once they know the coordinates of where to go and they figure out, Oh, this is this is this crazy classified thing. They
1: find out afterwards and then you're in prison forever because they take you and then I think the last scenes are I thought like- you
0: said you got shot.
1: No, if you don't tell them the name of the ship, they will take you with them on the helicopter. Oh, okay. And then you... I think you're in... I didn't get that. This is
0: so strange. I'm like, okay, so if this is this classified thing, wouldn't they take out... Just go in there with the fucking gas mask and take the poison out? No, I I don't...
2: (laughs) Yeah, just leave some ship there for someone to
1: find. Yeah, (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't...
1: Yeah, and... Another note I had about that that just reminded me because in that ending I got Conrad to come with the Coast Guard. He's like manning the gun. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That
2: was the best.
0: (laughs) Coast Guard's coming and Conrad's just at the front of the ship where this machine gun is and he's just standing there like,
1: I'm coming.
0: (laughs) Like George Washington on what's it called?
1: That picture, I don't know what it's What's the
0: boat called? Oh, come on. Anyway, he's standing there like George Washington in that famous painting. Just like, (laughs) God.
1: but i did that one after i found out that that's what happened online because i never went for conrad getting away in the boat because again this is not how the ocean works yeah you're in a little like rowboat, like motorboat out in the middle of the ocean this dude is gonna like go find help when it's overcast and i don't trust this guy to even know what stars are Mm -hmm. nothing is established that he's like some astrology expert or anything, and like, <laughs> like he's just like going out into open waters, and he's like, "I found the I coast guard." It's
0: a man of many talents. Yeah, I don't. What, what's that main actor's name that they got? I look this up. Hold on.
2: Okay. Well, while you're talking about that, here's another point I want to bring up really fast. So the Manchurian gold affects everybody on the ship, right? Everybody starts seeing things. But the two captors that one got knocked out and the other one got put in a cell somehow do not get impacted by this stuff that's spraying everywhere, right? Even the doctor is affected Mm -hmm. in the room. Mm -hmm. Why are these soldiers not like yeah no that like makes no sense. like not not infected at all by this like the one day it's like just stuck in a cell right around the corner there's a bunch of people who have killed and he's just still okay and nothing's wrong yeah, with him that's true that I, I just think sense. that's weird it doesn't really make any sense
0: back in the world war two days like it affected the entire ship basically overnight yeah and then
2: that's what i'm talking about
0: yeah it's like inconsistent But like how the neither of works. them
2: were affected and then when the guy woke up it was like even the doctor was affected so he should have already been like yeah losing it a little bit
0: yeah or, or that the teenager should have just started losing it way sooner too no, yeah i don't mm-hmm. maybe the poison's wearing
2: off no
1: <laughs> it also seemed that a lot of times there were dialogues that were put in but then something was changed in the back end so that the environments didn't reflect what the voice actors were saying. I noticed that a couple of times.
0: Oh, uh, like what?
1: Like where the reactions or something they were saying didn't match what was actually going on or it was inappropriate. or Mm. Like when they were like, oh, why is this whole ship abandoned? And then you keep finding bodies, but then nobody says, oh, there are the bodies. And then later on there was another section when they're like, we still haven't found where all the people went, and it's like, yeah, you did. They were all these corpses. Like, yeah. it just, something didn't add up there. Also, the line that the boyfriend has uh, when he's like looking through—Stacy was upset about this. Everybody was looking through the girlfriend's like suitcase. Yeah, why?
2: Why was they, they didn't look through anybody <laughs> else's suitcase, anybody else's room? <laughs> but for some reason, the girl she kept getting her stuff looked through. I'm like, that's really invasive. Like, why is that okay?
1: But his line was my girlfriend left nothing at home but then the suitcase is like 200 pants in there and that's it it's like a half packed suitcase <laughs> and i'm like damn son like he can't even have like well, can't even also have a there button. was there
0: was a bunch of stuff like that like when you're looking through the suitcase and there's just no
1: why point. am i looking at this book why do i there's care there's no comment
0: yeah. about the book there's like one little comment about the perfume in there there was a lot of stuff like that where you're just you're picking up stuff to pick it up and there's really... There's nothing. It doesn't add to the story. It doesn't add to the character. It, just nothing there. I don't... Like, yeah. It's really strange. And like, also, why am I able to pick this book up? If, I think you, yeah. you can do it with like two or three different characters and not one of them says anything about it. Like, what's the point?
1: It doesn't like spark any dialogue about no. the book or anything.
0: It's very strange. And
1: then also one of the conflicts they had was... That guy suspects Felice that she's in it with the pirates, and then we all thought, "Oh, is somebody in with the pirates?" Right. And there's like a overarching twist coming right, But then again, it seemed like something that was worked out, and only that part made it in, yeah, so then you had no idea why he would suddenly suspect her of being in with the pirates because he just says they travel in the same waters, and that makes her a pirate too. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so everybody who's out in the ocean is now a criminal. <laughs> like it's just some of those things where I'm like what the dialogue isn't even telling me any
0: there's another thing where the environment doesn't sync up now that you talk about it where Conrad in the beginning says something about like cans oh it's nothing a can of beer can fix take this and then it's a it, bottle, it's a of, bottle beer. of beer yeah. I'm like, mm, okay <laughs> yeah it just seems yeah it just seems unfinished which is too bad because even though the game is flawed, yeah, but like we still played it three times, and it was fun. But
1: It wasn't as fun as I had playing Until Dawn.
0: Oh, and like not even close. It's
1: just too slow. And it
0: makes me... I don't know. Like I, I read the reviews on the game before I bought it, and it was mixed reviews, but I'm just like, screw it. Like I loved Until Dawn, so I'm going to give this game a shot anyway. And then it was like, you kind of let down. And like I want to play the next game that they bring we out. We will. And we probably will, but it definitely makes you... It doesn't feel good when you, hey, I'm going to spend 15, 20 bucks on this game and it's just like a half-assed product. And that mm-hmm. happens a lot in video games now where it's just unfinished products because of just timeline pressure get released and then there's always patches afterwards. But I just don't know how that became like an okay thing to do. Like I wouldn't, you know...
1: The internet.
0: You wouldn't... I wouldn't go to the movie theater and go <laughs> see a movie and they're like, oh, well, you know, there's a couple of things unfinished, but... I- <laughs> come see it in like two weeks we're gonna gonna (laughs) we just reshot some scenes like you know and video games are not it starts at 60 bucks and you buy these special edition of games and go into hundreds of dollars but it'll you know like red dead redemption 2 like there was special edition games where you could buy those for like a 100 over a 100 bucks but like those games are always and they'll sit you know like the video game companies are upfront with it now, where it's just like, "Yeah, this game's like unfinished, and we're going to be patching it up as we go." I'm just like, "How is that okay? I don't understand that." Like, you're spending mm-hmm. video games are not cheap. You know, a new video game's like sixty mm-hmm. bucks. It's like should be a finished product at this point.
1: Yeah, I did really like the uh, premonition pictures of all the really cool paintings of the different ships. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could look at them because the oh yeah totem poles and until dawn they were so cute i think there was one that has like a badger that has like a grin and i don't know you just pick them (laughs) up and they're just these really cool little carvings and i thought the ship pictures were a perfect callback to that while also doing its own thing in this game
0: i always think those are strange because half of them i don't find helpful at all like when you look at the pictures and it just shows you a little glimpse in the future and half the time, you're just like, I have n-, And you rewatch it, and I'm just like, I have no idea what that means. Yeah. There was like one where I could lip-read the character where she says, stop. So, I'm like, when that scene came out, I'm like, oh, okay, you should tell him to stop. But all the other ones, I'm just like, I don't know what this and, is. In
1: that scene where you like, boyfriend is drowning a oh, uh, copy of yeah. himself... I tried to Google that online and all I found were other people being completely confused about who was who and who was underwater and what was the illusion and what was real. And it's just another one of those weird cuts and then you run away from somebody else and then you're like, what? what is happening?
0: Yeah, it's too bad. I mean, I would give this game like a 6 out of 10 probably, which is still high. It's it's just it's really just rough around the edges. Like, the f- the frame rate is choppy sometimes. And I've already talked about the, the random, just constant load screens you get.
1: Also, why couldn't I turn off the vibration? I do not like playing <laughs> with vibration on a controller. I've never come across a mm-hmm. game where that was mandatory and you couldn't turn it off. Yeah. I find that very strange.
0: Um, it just seems like... Oh, so, Sean Ashmore is the main, the main guy. He was like Iceman and X-Men he's been a ton of stuff it's just like maybe maybe not pay him a hundred thousand dollars to be in this video game and like use that money elsewhere i have no idea how much he got paid but i mean he's a pretty prominent actor i wouldn't imagine he would be cheap to get i also just don't get what what's the point of hiring semi-famous people to be in your i, I just as long as the motion captures there is the trend, act, no? like it's just yeah. I, I get it. Like it, it can add to the game sometimes. But a game like this, where you just have these stereotype flat characters, like what's the point of hiring a good actor? Like just, just have these characters in the game. Like I don't, I don't care that it's like Sean Ashmore on my animated Sean Ashmore on the vid- on the screen. There, it just seems kind of weird.
1: Because then I'm also wondering the voice actors that we know and we are fans of, and who've been doing this for mm-hmm. decades, and who are not getting the kind of care and payment that they deserve right uh, you know these big time actors they're not going to go through all that they're probably getting proper breaks and voice care right And you know is are you now paying money just for certain people to get that kind of treatment instead of taking care of everybody yeah you know the guy who has to do like the soldier death screams in the booth for five hours you <laughs> know <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know that's just something i didn't think about
0: yeah. I wonder how much you got paid for that.
1: Well, I mean, there's even more prominent people now in, in these video games. So these... What, mods Mikkelsen was like in, in some upcoming video game? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Um... I mean, they lucked out with Until Dawn because they had Rami Malek in when there, he wasn't famous. When like yeah. nobody knew who Rami Malek, but, like he wins an Oscar like two years later, <laughs> and Rami Malek is amazing in that video game. Like he's so creepy and so good. He's got his big old eyes, and the, like like the acting in that game is just so spot on.
1: Yeah, and that with the there's a story before. Where two other characters die, and then you're kind of reckoning with that throughout the rest of Until Dawn, which takes place a year later. Mm -hmm. And like Stacy said, there was I didn't feel any of that mystery that I wanted to figure out with these two soldiers in the beginning.
2: And then you know they were just like they were there to like show you the ship, and that was it. Like there was they didn't come back up ever. That's what I meant by like they don't. There's they play no significance. Like they they don't play into the story at all. Like you don't. I don't know. There's just no. There's no care about the relationships in the thing at all. Like, I don't care if the main girl gets with Conrad because Conrad's an ass. Like, I don't care yeah. if the couple breaks up or if they get engaged. Like, I don't care about any of that. And it, it has a lot to do with, like, their lack of reaction to anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The dialogue is weird right from the beginning, too, though, where the one of the soldiers borrows a couple quarters from the other and then literally 10 minutes later... The other soldiers like, "Where's
2: my quarters,
0: bro?" Like he wants to be paid back right then and yeah, there, and that, star- like, was, that
2: started the fight. It's like, like really
0: just strange. Like, well, he sequence, borrowed quarters from yeah. you like five minutes ago, so he obviously doesn't have any on him right this second. <laughs> and I don't. I get quarters more were more valuable in 1935 or 45. I guess it's right after World War II. I think like yeah. 1947. Like why is this guy freaking out about like two quarters at two in the morning?
2: Well, also like what was that whole scene with the Asian like storyteller? Like I, I didn't I don't get think any. It matters, no. What was the point of it? Like at first I thought maybe it was gonna tie in like they, like.
0: Yeah, like what if those like people in that little Chinese market somehow got tied into whatever this poison is? That's yeah, something on, like, like, it's like just to build it, <laughs> but there was just
2: no. It was there's no like fluency in the story. It was just yeah. like this is this and then this happens and then this happens mm-hmm. and you're like but what happened yeah. why did that happen like what mm-hmm. was the purpose i don't know
0: i was like one of the reviews was complaining that oh there's these racist asian archetypes in the beginning of the game and i was like mm. i mean to me it just feels like this is obviously where a lot of army us army traffic comes through, so it's just these people dressing up for like you know to make their tourist money off of these people
1: um mm, yeah i didn't no. I, I just thought it was weird that these soldiers obviously understood the language, but then wouldn't. Oh, speak they're like
0: it? fluent in Chinese somehow. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> just like, wait, these guys are just passing through, they're like these dumbass American. Like, I get if they would maybe understand a couple Chinese words, but they just they seem to. They seem well, to be fluent in Chinese. What was the point of the
2: whole like need to like fight the the statue? Like you remember the fighting thing? Oh, in the it beginning? was just a
1: tutorial to show you how to. Oh, to, to have fight. it work.
2: Everything yeah. works. Okay. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: just some strange choices in this game.
1: Oh, man, I wish it was better. I'm sorry we're kind of hating on it, but I hope the next one's going to be fantastic.
0: You know, we hate on it, but I played it like almost three times. So it's like there's there's something there. I don't know maybe once you know it's worth like ten bucks. I don't know if I'd spend fifteen mm-hmm. on it again. Maybe like wait till it goes on sale or something. It's fun enough to like spend two three hours with, but yeah, yeah. it has
1: potential. I did really yeah. like the younger brother. He was probably one of the characters I actually mm-hmm. cared about. Who was right. cool and funny.
0: Yeah, it's just i at the end of the day, I think it just comes down. I mean, all the other complaints I can ignore if it's just... maybe Okay, maybe I'll give it a 6 out of 10 now. I would probably give it like a 7 or 8 out of 10 if just the characters would react properly. Like, that was just such a huge part for me where just, to oh, my brother died. I don't give a crap. Oh, there's just like dead bodies everywhere. Like, uh, <laughs> can cannot see that, bro. <laughs> Never mind that the ship would just smell horrendously with all these dead bodies on it. Yeah. And some of the bodies aren't skeletons yet. Like, I don't know. Wouldn't 70, 70 years on ocean water, wouldn't your body kind of... With all these rats there, wouldn't yeah, it just and be and all the skeletons?
1: Eating all the, like, yeah, the like eating
0: Yeah, some of the bodies weren't like completely broken down yet. I thought that was strange. But I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Maybe because they're inside, they're like sheltered more from that. Your body biodegrading.
2: Yeah, also like... In the beginning, then the scenes didn't. The scenes changed, so like you see some of the rooms that are in the first show, but they're Mm -hmm. not. Like you don't see the same dead bodies,
0: right? The rats dragged it away.
2: Yeah, I don't think the rats can move bones. (laughs) I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't know.
0: Oh shucks! All right. Well, that was Man of Madonna. Um, Madonna. (laughs) Madonna. Yeah, like a maiden voyage. You've never heard that. I just thought it was man, man of maiden.
1: But that's, oh, I thought that was spelled like maiden. Oh, I don't know. Like
2: M A I D. We'll
0: never know. <laughs> um, it was based
2: on a. It was supposed to be based on a real ship.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, it was based on a real ship that in the forties was like a ghost ship because like everybody like died miraculously and like whatever. Really? Yeah. That sounds more interesting than the game. Yeah, I think they, okay, they, I they, they played now. on that, but they didn't like bring it up again <laughs> <Interesting>. later. <laughs> huh.
0: Okay. I'm going to look this up now. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. And just to remind you, we have a brand new website, modernlifepodcast.com. Go and check that out.
1: You can email us, modernlifepod at gmail.com.
0: Or hit us up on Instagram and Twitter, at modernlifepod. Yeah, we'll just catch you in the next few weeks. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. I'm actually, I'm trying to i'm gonna set up an interview with one of my friends he's got a really cool um, do it bro I, i'm gonna do it i have to do it on like a weekend what are you date.
1: waiting for
0: he's got this really cool like
1: yesterday you said tomorrow
0: <sighs> Do <it>. easy shia <laughs> and i know tabby's trying to collaborate more with other podcasts too if you didn't our last episode we collab Who was she what podcast
1: from the red light library podcast and Ann, right? A lot yeah. Of fun.
0: they talk about pride and prejudice so we're trying to Do some more stuff like that and just kind of keep it more interesting. So gonna have some new content up soon. Um, but we'll catch you guys soon. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye. Bye.